0: God bless you. You can be seated tonight. It is awesome to be in the house of the Lord. Glad to be here with you this evening. We want to get into the word of the Lord to see what God has to say to us tonight through his word. We appreciate you so much for being here on Wednesday night. and We never take this opportunity lightly. As a matter of fact, I have grown to... Love Wednesday night Bible study. And the reason I think that I appreciate Wednesday night Bible study so much is because I, I think that out of many elements and many areas of ministry that the Wednesday night Bible study perhaps may be uh, that one area of teaching that I get more residual feedback. Uh, what I mean by that is, a year later, two years later, months later, somebody will come and they will quote something that I said in a in a lesson that I was teaching, and they will say that's affected me, that's changed me, that's I've taken that with me, and uh, I appreciate that, and that has that has helped me to grow. Zach, would you help me tonight? Uh, grab one of these uh, music stands. I'm going to move down front. Uh, with my computer tonight, if that's okay. Is that okay? And the reason is, is because when I'm teaching from my computer sometimes, it's very difficult to see under the lights. And so uh, I move down here and I'm out in front of the lights and uh, I I plan on standing over in the center. There you go. (laughs) And uh, if you could move that right up there just a little bit for me, there you go. And could you tilt it for me? Whoa, it's a little difficult, isn't it? All right. (laughs) Christina, good to see you tonight. Glad to have you home. Amen. Well, this thing is all lopsided. Either I'm crooked or this thing's crooked. One of the two. I feel like my computer's going to fall. All right, enough of my adjustment tonight. Thank you for being here on this Wednesday night. Let's see what the Lord has in store for us. John chapter 7, I'm going to begin, and uh, I'm going to read one verse, and tonight um, I am not going to be teaching. I I often teach and preach, and I I love expository-style teaching and preaching, which is, uh, is probably more my forte. But tonight, I want to speak to you more on a subject matter that I feel is important. Now, for those of you that have been asking regarding uh, Path of Life, I have not forgotten about Path of Life. Schedule has interfered with Path of Life, and I don't want to just jump in and out. So I've taken a little break, and I intend to come back into Path of Life uh, once that our schedule allows us to be more consistent with week-to-week teaching, and that way people don't... people. Uh, don't come in and and then find that something else is overtaking the schedule. So tonight, we're going to speak from John chapter 7. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 38. And we're going to talk to you a little bit tonight about being connected to the source, the source of our power, the source of our strength. And so we're going to talk about being connected to The source, our youth, of course, are in tonight, so I hope that uh, I didn't gear and plan this lesson around the youth being in, so hopefully uh, I don't shoot over them, and uh, maybe I can uh, be entertaining enough tonight that they will want to come back next Wednesday night. All right, John chapter 7, verse 38, He that believeth on me. How? As the Scripture said. It's more than just believing, but believing as the Scripture said. Out of his belly shall flow, everybody say flow, rivers of living water. Now, I want to talk to you tonight about being connected to the source, being connected to the source. Let's pray together. Lord, help us tonight to expand your word and to uh, dig deep into the thoughts of your scripture and your word tonight, Lord, That as you speak into our lives. I pray, Lord, that the clutter of the day and the chaos of the day may dissipate, and Lord, that our minds may be focused and the inspiration of the Holy Ghost may flow through us. Let your word speak through us tonight, we ask in Jesus' name. Let everyone say amen. Alright, I read a story recently, uh, it was uh, a story that came from uh, an interesting uh, turn of events shortly after World War I. There was a group of Arabians that visited Paris, and they visited there to explore the sights and the lifestyle of the city that they had heard so much about. And to the leader's amazement, the group was most impressed by the faucets uh, in the hotel bathroom sinks and uh, bathtubs. They were enamored by them. It it, it captured their attention. They spent a lot of time uh, examining the faucets and turning them on and turning them off and Looking at them, and they would go about the city and do their touring, and they would come back and again would be enamored by the faucets in the bathrooms at the hotel. They were amazed that they could get water as much water as they wanted but just turning on a faucet and turning the knob off. It was amazing to them, and as the group was preparing to leave the hotel and returned to the east, their host found them as they were running late. And the host found them in the bathrooms. And they had wrenches this time. And they were trying to disconnect the faucets. And after a moment of inquiry, they discovered that the the Arabians thought that if they could take the faucets home with them, that when they got home, they would have all the water that they wanted. It was difficult even for the leaders to explain to them that it wasn't the faucets that provided the water. And it wasn't even the conduits leading to the faucets because the delay was is when they disconnected the faucets, they found this piping that made no sense to them. And they were trying to take the piping out of the walls because if they could get the faucets and the piping, surely they would have water when they got home. And so they had to explain to them that it wasn't the faucets, it wasn't even the massive, uh, it wasn't even the, 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 these pipes that led into it, but rather they were trying to explain to them that it was the massive water tanks and the reservoirs in which the faucets were connected to by way of the piping that actually was the source of the water The source, ladies and gentlemen, is always more important than the conduit or the outlet. Now if I can bring this home to us tonight and talk to us for for a little while, we must recognize the importance of staying connected to the source of our power, our strength. Because without the source... We are just mere mortal humans. We have no power. We have no strength. We have no anointing. And so tonight I want to impose upon you the idea uh, and, and the reminder that the source is more important than the faucet. The source is where the strength is. It's not in the conduit. So we must do more than just simply go through spiritual motions and, and, and we can even come to church and not be connected to the source. You can, you can learn a whole lot about it, uh, about religion. You can have a Bible. You can do a lot of things and not truly be connected to the source and and i want to get beyond the surface of this lesson tonight and dig a little deeper in because in our life if we can understand the importance of the relationship of being connected to the source a lot of people run and they get blessed and 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 you know it's it's wow it's really being it's really happening here and we recently had someone that that decided that the, the showers of the Holy Ghost were not powerful enough here, they had to find another place because there the Holy Ghost was really being poured out. And so they needed to get there where that the Holy Ghost would really, it's every service there, the Holy Ghost really gets poured out every service there. And the truth of the matter is, is that if you get connected to the source, the Holy Ghost gets poured out on a daily basis. I'm not suggesting that you're going to talk in tongues every day, you may. I'm not suggesting that you're going to live on some emotional high every day, you may. A lot of that's connected into your personality. But I will tell you that if you're not connected to the source and you are in consistent relationship with the source, what's going to happen is you're going to have you're going to have moments that Oh, wow, boy, this revival really did me good. Boy, I really got blessed during this revival. And then we don't get another blessing until the next revival comes. And so we go from experience to experience, but being connected to the source moves us into the element of relationship in which it really requires in order for us to be a spiritual conduit for God to flow through us. I'm going to help you tonight and the goal of this message tonight, the goal of this lesson, it's really not a message tonight, but the goal of this lesson is to help us understand the the importance of consistent daily walk with the Lord. I said to my wife yesterday, I believe it was, I said, I would rather hear that someone is praying 15 minutes a day than someone who goes a week or two, pray in an hour or two a day, but then don't pray again until the next prayer revival comes along. Because the consistent prayer life, the consistency of, of being in relationship with God and talking to Him on a daily basis and being steadfast, the apostle tells us to be steadfast, unmo- unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord. It is the consistent, steadfast relationship with God that will truly grow your life. Any of you uh, do flowers at your home? Seasonal flowers? Like, you know, the baskets, that sort of thing? You plant flowers? Hands? I just got to know you're awake, all right? I like flowers. I don't do a lot of flowers, but I've done enough. And and my wife likes to do the flowers. She likes to plant the flowers, and then she likes for for me to water the flowers. Because the fun is in planting them. And then I'm like, well, the flowers are dying. Yeah, I haven't watered them today. Hint, hint. And so you know, once a week I'll go give them a drink, and they're withered. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They're withered, they're frail, they're dying, they're turning yellow. My wife, I won't ever buy flowers from that place again.. And my response, have you watered them? Well, Not in the last day or two. Well, let's try that. So I go out there and I flood them out till there's water running everywhere. A couple days later we come out. Man, look at those things. They are looking good. Look at them. They're blooming again and the leaves are standing up and they look beautiful again. And a week later, those crazy things. Am I making any connection to anybody tonight? Because I I watch a lot of people grow and and flourish and wilt. And flourish and wilt. And flourish and wilt. And here is the issue. They're not connected to a source that is daily bringing the nourishment of the Word of God, the Spirit of God. They're not connected daily in prayer. And so it it is the source that is so very important. Where are you drawing your strength from? And so here's what happens in our, so many people today, even apostolics, yes. Here's here's where it's, boy, I have to make it to church on Sunday. That's good. That's a good thing. You need to be here. Man, I get blessed on Sunday. And then some make it on Wednesday. And then some make it on Sunday. But if they miss a week because they have to work, they get on rock bottom. And it's, I've got to get back to church because that's where all of my strength comes from. Now, I don't want to minimize the importance of your being in the house of God because I believe it is important to be in the house of, of God. Forsaking, and I am no I'm talking to the Wednesday night crowd. You love Jesus. So, you're here on Wednesday night, so I understand I'm talking to the faithful crowd that 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 believes that church attendance is important. But we we must understand that if we if we discover that we're on spiritual highs because whoo, we had a time on Sunday, man, I'm going to go win the world, but on Thursday we're not feeling the same way, there is a problem with the connection to the source. Okay? Uh, we the, the issue is is we we're living on experiences, not on relationship and a connection to the source. We get the mentality that if we can polish ourselves up and we can become a beautiful faucet, and the whole world wants to be like us because look at the water that is coming out of them. Or you can just find that just that old plain jane delta faucet may not be looking beautiful but man on a consistent basis they're just producing they're just producing it doesn't matter how fancy it doesn't matter how how plush and how how golden it doesn't matter how shiny those are benefits those are just blessings But it is the source that we get connected to that is so very important. So we have to stay connected to the source because without Him, we're nothing more than a decorative faucet without water. And we have to do more than just go through the motions of being here and and looking the part and appearing to be the part. He that believeth on me, as the Scriptures said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Can I, give you, can I give you a little help here tonight? Because out of your, out of your innermost being, will, it will flow out of you, but you're simply a reservoir, your holding tank. But there is a source of where that God has to pour into us on a regular basis that it may flow out of us before the Holy Ghost can flow out of us. We must be connected to the source where the Holy Ghost can flow into us. I've heard this said before. This isn't something that I, that I came up with um, on my own, but I, I've heard it said before, but I will reiterate it. Whatever you are connected up with will be what is going to flow out of you. We can blame it on personalities. We can blame it on whatever. But whatever we are connected to, wherever our source is, whatever whatever we are connected up with is what we're going to produce. It's what's going to come out. A golden faucet connected to a contaminated water source will always produce contaminated water. This is why we have to be careful about what we are connecting up with. Boy, you're tired tonight, I can tell. I am too. Actually, Dad asked somebody one time, he said, I've noticed you're not responding. And he said, Preacher, it's hard to say sick him to a dog when he's got you by the seat of the pants. <laughs> Dad had told that story growing up, I should tell it more often. We have to be careful what sources we're connecting up up to because if we want good water to flow out of us, then we have to be connected to the source of good water. Just a few chapters earlier, Jesus met with a woman at the well in John chapter 4 and he says to her, woman, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink of water, you would have asked of me and I would give you living water. Jesus said, "Whosoever drinks of this water from the well is going to thirst again. But if you drink of the water that I shall give you, you shall never thirst again, but it will be in him a well that is springing up into everlasting life." He is trying to point out that there is a flow, there is a source that we must be connected to. Jesus speaks to her of water because it was going to do more than just satisfy her thirst, but the, the well that Jesus was talking about, was, it was like an inner well that he was going to satisfy within her, and then it would flow out of her. Can I take a moment to talk to us about us getting caught up so much about, well, this is just how I am. I get angry easy. That's how I am. I act this way. This is how I am. Now, I don't have time to expand that concept and that thought as much as I should. I want to stay on point with what I'm teaching tonight. But if we we can make all the excuses of the world in the world about being the way that I am, the scripture teaches old things are passed away. All things become new. That means we're connected to a new source. So that means if there is bitter water coming out, we're obviously connected to a bitter water source. If, if wrath and anger and hatred and violence is flowing out of us, it's because we must be connected to that source. So where, where are we feeding? What is feeding the resource to our belly? Where, where, what is filling us? Because when, when it comes, flows out of me, what flows out of me has had to flow into me. And if I'm still, if I still have a sinful nature flowing out of me, then I must still be connected to that sinful nature. That sinful resource is still flowing into me. Oh, I used the word resource. That sinful resource is still flowing into me. I'm still drawing from that because I didn't walk away from it. I didn't leave it behind. I I, I stayed connected to it. Here's I've said this many, many times to, to multiple people, so if I've ever said this to you, don't take this personal because I say it to a lot of people that I counsel with and talk to. I told somebody this week, they have a connection with somebody that they shouldn't be having a connection to. And I said, didn't we deal with this a couple years ago? Yes, sir. Did did I mention that you should maybe delete the connection? Well, but you know, I mean, we're we're still friends, Uh uh-huh. And you're still connected. Oh, ain't nobody going to help me preach tonight. They're going to leave me all up here by myself. Let me break this down to you and make this, make this non, uh, uh, not, non-painful as I possibly can. If you are connected to something that keeps drawing you into sin... I'm drawn into this sin. I keep getting drawn into it. It's because you have a connection to it. Maybe you ought to delete their number. Maybe you ought to disconnect from their Facebook. Maybe you ought to change phones. Maybe you ought to change addresses. Oh, boy, you're getting way out there, Pastor. No, because being saved is more important than anything in this world. Well, that's my friends. Disconnect. you telling me I have to? If it's it's the source you're drawing from, yes. Because nothing is more important than being saved. So disconnect from the source. Let the old life be behind. The same recipe doesn't work in every life. I've lived long enough to know that. But we use that as an excuse to say, well, I can handle it. If you can, wonderful. Then handle it. But if you have proven that you cannot handle it, disconnect from it. It's the only option, and it's the best option. And when it comes to the things of this world, the very source where you drew your 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 strength from. I, I I've been talking to somebody recently, and and that's that's the. The, the, what, what I've been trying to say to them is you have to disconnect from the old life, the old thing that draws you in. If, if somebody struggles with an addiction, you know what they have to do? They have to break whatever ties them to that addiction. Well, I was addicted to alcohol one time. And um, to sit in confession. I'm not. I've never really been. Okay. I, matter of fact, I've never drank in my lifetime, and not not bragging. I brag on Jesus for that. I, I I don't know what it's like to be drunk. I don't know what it's like. I've never smoked a joint. I I don't I don't have that in my history. Thank God. Doesn't make me any better than anybody that has. I want to be very clear. I don't want to be pharisaical about that. But I want to be very clear. But somebody says, well, you know, I I was addicted to alcohol. And I just wanted to go back and hang out with my friends that were drinking to just see if I was really delivered. (laughs) Foolish. 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 You had an addiction that had you bound. i tell you how I know if I'm delivered, if I'm not going back to it. I don't need to go back to double check and see if I've been delivered. I've been delivered and I'm not going back. And going back into the old beggarly elements of the world and sit around and let them pull on me and draw on me and offer it to me. Listen, we've got to be connected to a source that is giving us strength. Some have been coming and praying at midnight. This is certainly no, I I haven't been able to because I've been working uh, the last several uh, days, the last few weeks I've been working. I get up early every morning and rolling out very early in the morning, uh, going to work. And so I can't be here between 12 and 1 o'clock. Brother Danny and I were talking about that last night. They've been praying midnight prayer. And it's a wonderful thing. I commend those for doing it. You know why? Because they're connecting to a source. Now, there's no more power in praying at midnight than praying at 6 o'clock in the morning or praying at 6 p.m. No more power. That's a choice, a time choice. It's not, that doesn't make it any more powerful. Uh, I, 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 I want to clarify that. But I noticed Sunday the incredible worship and, and, and the response. And you know what? That is a product it's a product of being connected to the source and they, they've, they've flushed out the valves and they've got the, the, the pipes have been open and, they, and and the Holy Ghost begins to flow through. That's a wonderful thing. Don't let it stop. Let it continue to flow through us, but can I compel the church get connected daily to the source, where we live in constant communion with God? Let the river of God flow through us. Let there be a well of water springing up out of us, but it cannot come out if it is not coming in. Jesus used rivers as a symbolic wording uh, of the Spirit-filled life. And this is significant considering who He was. He was the Creator of the source of water, and he chose to create. In creation, water is the source of life. Nothing can live without water. No plant, no animal, everything has to have water. As a matter of fact, things are drawn to water. There is a drawing to water. If there is no water, there will be no life. Deserts are barren and the few creatures that live in the deserts, You do your research. The one thing they have to have is they have to find a way to get water in the desert. They're drawn to something that is drawn to water. That's why roots go deep. They're trying to find water. Jesus talks about the Spirit-filled life, and He uses water. And he talks so much about water because where there is water, there is life. And when we, ladies and gentlemen, are connected to the source of this living water that I've talked to you about tonight, when we're truly connected to the source of living water, it is going to flow into us and it is going to flow out of us. And it cannot flow out if it is not flowing in. And so we have to adjust, make whatever connection we need to make, because our source is the Word of God. It is the Spirit of God. It is, it is the movement of the Holy Ghost. That's why that being connected, that's why church services are important. That's why daily prayer is important. That's why daily Bible study is important. Reading the Word of God. I love what's been happening here over the last uh, two or three years where people have been taking the bread program and reading through, and some have said, well, you know, I've already read the Bible through. I don't ever need to read it again. Oh, get in the Word of God and read it. Let it be a source of strength for your life. Well, I prayed one time, and I don't know that I need to pray again. We need to pray on a regular basis. It is the connection. It is the connection to the source. It will keep you from sin. It will keep you from being drawn into those things. So whatever in your life, whatever you are connected to in your life that is not bringing the joy of the Lord, disconnect from it and replace it with something that is bringing strength to your life. All right, I'm trying to to stay vague tonight to not come down the line of sounding like I'm super spiritual or or over-dogmatic tonight, But, but let me break it down. If you put filth into your life, there's going to be filth that comes out. If you spend your time surfing the Internet, reading filthy jokes, you know what's going to come out of your mouth? You know what's going to be the first thing you want to talk to your friends about when you get around? If you fill your mind with with all sorts of lustful uh, ideas, If if, if you're surfing the web to find every lustful picture, you know what's going to be the first thing that's going to run through your mind? It's what you are connecting to. It's what you are connecting yourself up with. That's why I want to be connected to things. Don't don't ever criticize somebody for trying to be connected to somebody who prays and fasts and is spiritual. As a matter of fact, it ought to not be based on personality. It ought to be based on people who are leading me in the right direction, leading me to a deeper spiritual walk, leading me deeper into God, leading me deeper into prayer. That's who I want to be connected up with. I want to be connected to people that are that are helping me live for God. If somebody's constantly dragging me out hey let's go here hey let's go do that Hey I don't want to be connected up with that person. I want to connect up with those that are that are that are wanting to be connected to the source that is bringing strength and help into our lives. well I, I I need friends. I, I you know, I want to I want to have friends. We need friends outside the church. That's good. Have friends outside the church. You can't, you can't, you know, the saved don't need saved. So there's nothing wrong with being connected to people outside of the church. As long as you are connected to the source. That it's flowing into you and out of you. If they are affecting you, I made a statement a long time ago, and I'm going to say it again tonight in this Bible study. If your friends are more sold out to living a life of sin than you are to living a life for Jesus Christ, then you need to disconnect from your friends. You want to be friends with people in the world to lead them? Jesus was a friend of sinners. He ate with sinners. Yes, He did, and He led them, but He was connected to the source. He didn't get caught in the middle of two or three of them and all of a sudden start acting like them. There's something wrong when the people of God start acting like people of the world when they're connected with people of the world. Because even if nobody is around but me and Jesus, I want to be connected to the source and I want there to be out of my belly needs to flow rivers of living water. When I find my mind being being connect, my mind starting to produce things. I, 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 I said some things Sunday to you. Last week, I, I had some things rolling through my mind, and I was like, Lord, have mercy. I had to pray those things out of my mind. I was thinking thoughts I didn't want to think. Don't get worried. I wasn't thinking lustful thoughts and all that. When you drive around and you start thinking, boy, I think I'm just going to go, I'm going to go and tell somebody what I really think. I think I've had enough. I'm just going to go let them, and I start deriving my plan of exactly what I'm going to say when I get there in the way, and I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Forgive me, Jesus. That's not what you would have me to do. That's not how you would have me handle that. I told my wife, I don't even know what in the world. I started getting thoughts, and I started thinking things that I ought to not think and, and was wanting to act on things that I know better. You know what? I need to get reconnected here. I think I've had a plugged line this week. I'm going to get, make sure I am connected to the source because if I get around people that are constantly telling me, well, what you need to do is you need to tell them you need to give them a piece of your mind. They don't know how little mind I have. I can't share it. I want to be connected to people that says what you need to do is pray about it. What you need to do is fast over it. What you need to do is you need to pray for them. You need to bless those that are cursing you and you need to you need to bless those that hate you. I want to be connected to a source that is helping me become what God wants me to become when I'm in the middle of people everywhere. And in, in, uh, Brother Danny can attest and, and, and Brother Dan that has worked in the environment that sometimes the business world in which we have worked in leads you to, to be around situations and in situations that you feel like you are an island out here. The conversations, you just try to tune them out. Oh, help me, Jesus. I don't want to hear that. And you're listening to this stuff. You're trying to tune it out. You don't even want to be around it. It's all the the talk. It's all you hear. It's about who partied with who last night and who drank how much and smoked how much and, and how many people. And oh, Lord, you're just thinking, oh, goodness. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him. How I prove him more and more. Well, you can't cram it down their face. No, I can't. But i tell you what I can do. I can remove myself as quickly as I can. I'm not going to go out and have some drinks after work. Well, I'm not drinking. They're drinking. I'm just going out and, you know, being friendly with them. No, you'll be drinking with them for long. Well, I'm just going to go... You know they're just old friends. I'm just going to hang out with them. You'll be acting like them before long. Cuz let me tell you something. The people that you hang with, you will be you are becoming like them. Choose how you want to become by the way you choose your friends. You will become who you hang out with. Am I done yet? Just about. Just about. Thank God. You ought to just be thanking Jesus, I'm almost done. Because it gets better from here. So let's talk about, let's talk about the source. Let's talk about Jesus talked about rivers. Cool thing about rivers, rivers never get smaller. Did you know that? They never get smaller. Brother Graham talked about it a little bit. If a river, if a a matter of fact, if activity begins to plug a river up, it'll find a new course because rivers are always taking more territory. They're all constantly getting wider and constantly getting deeper. They are always trying trying to make more room. In your spiritual life, if you are not growing and developing and opening new avenues for God to speak to your life in however he can, always seeking to be more of God, that's how you're going to have more flowing out of you. I want to be used of God. Good, find some more resources to bring more in. I want to be used of God, but I want to be less faithful to to God. Never going to happen. I want to be used of God, but I'm going to be less faithful to the house of God. It's never going to happen. You've got to find more resources. The more you want to be used, the more resources you've got to find to be connected to the source that is, that is feeding what is going to be coming out of you. Am I helping anybody tonight? The Holy Ghost cuts beneath the shallow confessions and superficial things in our life to put depth in our life. That's how God has designed it. And I've been driving over to West Lafayette every day and all this rain we have. It, it has been crazy. We, we drove through one day and, and the river was, you know, it was down, looked like you could have walked through. And it came this rain. And for the next few days, the river was out of the banks. It was out in the fields. It was just everywhere. The natural occurrence of rivers is there's going to be seasons that they're going to overflow. And if you never have an overflow in your life, there is something wrong with the source you're connected to. There has to be an overflow from time to time. You have to have those moments. Yes, the revivals I'm talking about. Yes, you can't live on those. You've got to be connected to a daily source. But there must be a time that there is an overflow. That's why we constantly in our services are pulling. Come on, let's worship. Come on, let's. If there's not a time that something breaks out in you and there is an overflow. And somebody says, wow, boy, they, they acted out of their normal self tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. there has to be an overflow in every river there is always going to be seasons of overflow I'm preaching good and the flow of a river is so powerful that you can put a dam there but it cannot stop the river it may delay the river and create a lake but even when it is delayed and the lake is created, the potential power becomes even greater. Because through that, through that, river, that river, the more flows in, eventually it's going to flow out. The dam's going to break or it's going to go over the top of the spillway. You cannot stop. When you are connected to the source, well, you know, these people, they draw the very life out of me. Get away from them, but I'm going to tell you something they really can't stop the river from flowing because if you're connected to the source it's going to still come out of you it's going to still flow through you it's going to always flow it's never going to stop flowing have you ever have you ever tried to swim you ever swam in a river anybody here ever swam in a river in a in the current we went out a few years ago some 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 of the guys here we went to uh what was it what West Virginia was it? We went to West Virginia, did a white water trip. We need to do that again sometimes after we get the church built <laughs> <laughs> we we went out to West Virginia and the the water was high, and the rapids were going through we were we were shooting the rapids and in, in this inflatable boat and it was like nothing that I'd ever done before. It was neat and uh so the the captain of the boat he he got us to one of these more calm rapid areas and he said, This is a good place. Everybody dive out of the boat. We're gonna swim through a rapid and going let you feel. This is uh, you know, we're we're going through class threes and fours and class fives, but this is just a class one, so it's the very smallest. Uh, you can see it's just ripples a little bit here. But I want you to feel the current so everybody's going to get out. and In the event that downstream when we get into the class fives, you're going to know why you're going to want to stay in the boat because you, this class one is going to just give you a little bit of a feel of what it's like to swim through a rapid. I like to have drowned. It was crazy swimming through that thing. The current, the power behind that thing was so unbelievable and it was not even it was just it was nothing it was just a class one to have been in a boat and cruise through it no big deal but when you get thrown in the middle of the current it was unbelievable what was going on ladies and gentlemen the flow of God in your life when you were really connected people around you may think oh well that's nothing you know there they didn't run the aisles today and they didn't, they, they didn't turn cartwheels down the center aisle today listen when you were connected to the source of the Holy Ghost it will flow through you with power that people will un- underestimate and when you when when it is flowing through you you will have power to be able to Speak to the mountain and the mountain be removed. And people, you're never in a microphone and never saying thus saith the Lord, but you have a power because you are connected to a source that the world cannot even imagine the power that is harnessed going through you and working through you. Let God work through you. You want to be used of God? Connect to the source and let it flow through you. Get in the current. Get in the flow of the Spirit it. I'm closing. Is your life truly a channel and a conduit for God to flow through? What do people at work know about you? Somebody, somebody said something the other day and it struck a chord with me. The only thing that your co-workers may know about God or may know about your church is what they see in you and hear from you. If they hear every frustration and every bad thing and who said what and how this person, that's what they know about God. That's what they know about your church. And the reason that that's coming out of you is because of the source you're connected to. We can hinder the progress that God's trying to make in our life. We can let things get in the way. And when we recognize, wow, I normally don't act like this. I normally don't speak like this. Then it's a good time to realize, hey, I got to get the old pipes cleaned out here. I got to get on my face before God. I got to talk to God a little bit. I'm letting I'm letting some voices that are speaking into me. I'm letting some things spill into my life that don't belong there. I've got to have I got to have God out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, not dead water not poisonous water, not things that's going to kill and hurt people, but it's going to build up and it's going to strengthen. People are going to want to be around you. That's what the river does. It makes people want to be around you because there is life in you. There is strength in you. There is nourishment in you. There is, it is the living water that flows through you. David said, oh, taste and see." that the Lord is good. Oh, let me tell you about this river. On a hot day like today, somebody said, you want something to drink? I said, yeah, I want some water. Oh, you don't want some sweet tea? No, I want water. I'll get you a Coke. No, I want water. Okay, if that's what you want, no, I want water because there's nothing like it. On a hot, dry day, there's nothing like the nourishment that you get from that. Listen, when we come together like this tonight and, 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 and a lesson is taught like tonight and, and you're not you know, tearing banners down off the walls but I am trying to put something in us to understand we've got to be connected. We can be as polished as we want to be and we can be as beautiful as we want to be and you can have all the faucets that you want to have but if they're not connected to the right source nothing's going to come out of your life. But if you connect to the source, ladies and gentlemen, nothing can stop the Holy Ghost that flows through you. It'll affect everybody you are around. People around you will be saying, can I take you home with me? You just encourage me. You just strengthen me. You just, oh, I, let me, let me, can I just unbolt and take the fo-? No, what you need is you need connected to the source I'm connected to. And there's plenty of room to connect because this reservoir will never run dry. It's the Holy Ghost. That's what you need. Stand with me tonight. God, help us. Help us, O Lord, to be what you would have us to be. Let us be connected, O Lord, to you and to what you are doing in the church and in our lives, O God. Let it be that that comes out of us. Lord, for those tonight that I've spoken to, that are struggling with things in their life that they need to disconnect from because it's poisoning the water in their life. Give them the courage to make the right decisions. Give them the courage, every young person in this room, Lord, that is connected to things that is hurting them and is destroying them. Give them the courage to disconnect from the source of those things and be connected daily with you that you may put peace and joy and love and strength in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for every home and family represented tonight. Be with us throughout this evening and throughout the remainder of this week. Lord, those on our prayer list, give strength to. Strengthen Cassie tonight. And all the others that are on our prayer list, Lord, be strength to them. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Let everyone say amen. God bless you tonight. Greet each other in the name of the Lord.